So Jeff, you have the honor of telling us all about yourself today. <laughs> and, and why don't we start with who you are and who you work with? Yeah, awesome. So uh, thank you. Hello, everybody. My name is Jeff Nepper. I work as the executive director of uh, business development uh, for Canary and have been with them now for, we were actually just talking about this, I think maybe five or six years. And you and I have known each other now for four, four years. Yeah. Four years. Yeah. We met at CSIA yeah. many years ago. I was originally trying to forge a partnership between you and a, another vendor because I thought you guys had the superior historian in the market. I still believe that. In fact, you've proved it time and time again over the last four years. Your background is in what? Well, <laughs> obviously, because I'm kind of top level on uh, databases with an industrial automation slant, obviously, my background has nothing to do with industrial automation or databases. But as you know, my background is really sales, small business management, and uh, I got my start in the automotive industry. And many of you probably are like, yeah, I work in the automotive industry. No, no, no. <laughs> I was selling, financing, and then ultimately running Honda dealerships. I mean, I loved every part of the relational side of that job. What I didn't like so much, as many of you are going to relate to, was the hours. Uh, I was not cut for 60-hour work weeks and uh, late nights away from my family and had an awesome opportunity to get to know the guys at Canary, uh, actually through, our, through my local church. The founders and I were in the same church, and my son's best friend, his dad worked for Canary. We were out to dinner one night, and we were talking about pie. I thought we were talking about dessert. We were not. <laughs> uh, he was talking about, he was scratching his head and complaining that Canary could not make up market share on OSI soft pie. My business brain started asking him questions. I'm like, well, tell me about pie. What are they good at? Okay, okay, I get it. They're a database. They collect sensor data. This makes sense. Tell me about Canary. What's Canary good at? I started to hear some things that got my, my opportunity brain really starting to peak. It's like, wait a minute, you're telling me that your product has better performance. It's got a better business model. It's all this. And the market share is so unequally balanced, right? This to me sounds like a messaging problem. And that began my journey to start talking to the owners at Canary. And I spent two or three months of my life scared to death to make that transition because I don't know anything about databases. I don't know anything about automation. I didn't know this field was even a field until I went to dinner with my friend. Um, so I took, my, I took my day off each week and started going to Canary for eight hours and trying to learn the process, trying to learn the product. I knew within the first three days that I was gonna switch. And the reason that I knew was the very first time I ever sat down with the trending tool at the time, it was just trending with Axiom, I knew how to use it. I knew how to use it. And I had watched a couple of YouTube videos on some other trending solutions in the marketplace, and I couldn't make heads or tails out of it. And I thought to myself in that moment, if here I am not knowing the first thing about the industry, if I can use the tools in 30 minutes, and if the database does what they say the database does, and if the company's willing to pivot where they need to pivot and be disruptive in the space, this is where I want to live. And uh, I jumped all in. Awesome. So real quick, so for the audience um, in the chat, please, please let us know, A, do you know who Canary is? And B, do you work with Canary Solution? For us at 
4.0 Solutions and Intellic, Canary, we've, in all of our production environments, Canary has been the historian we've been using for the last four years outside of benchmarking OSI Pi and other options. Canary Labs is the, is the really the only historian we use now. We benchmark OSI Pi about every six months, give or take. We benchmark InfluxDB, benchmark timescale about every six months, give or take. For us, you know, if you're a member of our community, you hear us talking about Canary Labs historian all the time. The genius of Canary Labs is really boils down to two things from my perspective. Number one, they've mastered the art of being able to compress and store and retrieve just massive, massive amounts of data using a minimal amount of disk IO and a, and a minimal amount of storage space. That's that's where the real intellectual property is. This week, you guys are doing the Canary Road Show. We have a bunch of people in the audience here that you guys can't see because we don't have releases to show you who they are. But this room is full of people who are watching us do this interview. They're all here learning about Canary Labs. The room that we're in right now is the advanced session. So everyone in this room should be familiar with who Canary Labs is and they're working with it. The other room is the beginners. They're learning all about Canary Labs. But when people ask me why Canary Labs, I say, number one, the intellectual property that they've developed in compressing and retrieving just massive amounts of data is, makes them best in class in the market. Number two, it is the focus on open. And uh, Ken is not in here, but he had mentioned something earlier in the presentation about how Canary's core technology has not changed since 1985, right? The intellectual property, that core technology is the same as it is today as it was in 85. It's the way that the other ancillary tools interact with Canary's core technology that's fundamentally changed. Right. Why don't you tell us how Canary has changed since you joined Canary? Yeah. So six years ago or however long. Yeah. So one of the great things about being an outsider is that you question everything when you come to the table. Um, there is no status quo for you because everything is brand new and everything you're looking at, you're saying, well, why do we do it this way? Right? Why do we do it that way? Um, and so even though I didn't have that background, I was able to add value to the team immediately by just asking fundamental questions of that nature, specifically around business model. Mm -hmm. uh, but we were able to very quickly in the last, I'd say six years, uh, add some made, major data contextualization components. The historian technology, as you mentioned, is essentially the same methodology since the mid nineties with constant architectural improvements and technology improvements, but uh, the same fundamental architectures. But it's what we do on top of that archive that really starts to get special. Uh, we were talking with the group an hour ago, you know, what makes an enterprise application? Canary for years was known as a go-to site localized historian with a really good trending tool called Trendlink. We've kind of shot all that to pieces and built all new technologies around it so that it stacks up against any type of enterprise architecture you'd want to deploy it. So if I can just kind of list some bullet points. Um, is it scalable? Is it performant? Yes and yes. Single canary server, two to three million tags before you would want to stand up a second server. Is it performant? Absolutely. No matter how long it's been in deployment, no matter how many tags are in it, you get the same write speeds, well over one and a half million consistent updates per second, and the same read speeds over two and a half million reads per second, continuous 24-7. Does it have contextualization tools? Yeah. Build out uh, tag aliasing, uh, asset modeling, calculation servers, event monitoring servers, all of these things that you need to take raw data and make it actionable, make it intelligent for your people to consume. 
Can we visualize based on asset models? Absolutely. Can we build multiple asset models? Absolutely. Can we get all of this data contextualized, mind you, out of Canary and into IBM Maximo? Can we get it into Spotfire? Can we get into our own home-built application? Absolutely. Does it have enterprise agreements available? Absolutely. So all of these boxes are what we've been adding for the last five years. We've been setting the stage to take the performance that we're known for and make it so that it's really easy to say, hey, I've got 2 million tags inside my organization. Here's the challenges that I have. How can we apply Canary to solve those problems? If people want to know more about Canary Labs, yeah. where should they go and what should they do? Yeah, <laughs> you better find our website helpful. There's been a lot of time on that. Uh, canarylabs.com for starts, um, but uh, reach out to me, please, directly. Jay Nepper at canarylabs.com. I'll leave it to Zach to do his little wizardry and put that somewhere. Can I just, one last comment on the Pi side? Yeah. For five years, I've tried to become a Pi partner. I would like Canary Labs to be a Pi partner. So if you're on the Pi side and you're hearing this, listen, Pi has never lost a sale because of Canary Labs. Pi has only lost sales because of Pi's business model. Listen, if, if, if they were considering a $5 million budget, you got the sale, right? Right. Right. Our unlimited server with unlimited clients is $95,000. It's a whole different business strategy. My point is this, is that I'm not ever going to tell you that you should not have a Pi corporate historian. There's probably value for you and your engineering team of maybe having your Pi corporate historian for doing whatever it is that you're doing with it. But my point is, I would love for the Canary Labs historian, database, calculations, events, all of this, to be able to live inside of a Pi ecosystem. I would love for the Pi ecosystem to be able to live inside of Canary Labs. Because at the end of the day, and again, you can't see who's behind us, but no one in this room wants to be fixed to a Canary Labs platform. That's right. No one in this room wants to be fixed to a Pi platform. The reason we're so involved in the Spark Plug, MQTT Spark Plug working group and community is because we believe in openness. And uh, that's, why, that's why all of our connectors, that's why our SDK is not licensed. That's why you can suck data out of Canary via all of our APIs without ever having to pay us a penny to do it because we want it to be open. So it's not a question of, for me, it's not a question of Pi versus Canary. It's a question of what tools do I want in my toolbox to solve the problems that I'm trying to solve. Um, it's who we are, it's what we stand for. And we think it's what, what, what you, I know it's what you stand for. Pretty sure it's what the people uh, behind the camera stand for. I know it's the people in the room stand for.